All right, welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Seth. It's your boy, Finn. Welcome to another episode of Spilling the Tea. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, been an exciting playoffs. Uh, now we're in the East and Western Conference Finals. After a three-day delay, we finally got a game last night, and the Cavs came back home and destroyed the Celtics. Yes, the Cavs certainly destroyed the Celtics, which is something that I so, sort of like predicted. I mean, you know... They're down 2-0. Seems like LeBron James is, was in desperate need of help, and I guess like finally, it seemed like based on the stats, it was a is a team effort. Yeah. Um. You know, J.R. Smith came up big for them. He's been missing throughout almost the, the entire playoffs. So you know, it's like to see them guys. But I mean, is Celtics you know the more favorable team? We can mm-hmm. definitely say that. You know, yeah. Jason Tatum is out here getting buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just a rookie who's like seems like he's been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm happy for him. You know, um, Terry Rozier, uh, you know, he's stepping up very big as well. Uh, I give him, you know, major uh, shout outs because you know, as a person who came from like the D League, mm-hmm. you know, to you know playing in the NBA, he's putting up some amazing numbers for mm-hmm. the Celtics, and it's just a, a beautiful thing thing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, considering you know his path to um. To the NBA and how successful he's been now. So I'm I'm always uh you know an advocate for people I guess somewhat like the underdog was like doing yeah. well absolutely uh, get an opportunity to prove themselves absolutely yeah three things really happened in that game the Celtics it's like the curse of a young team where I think the Celtics thought they had it in the bag and they didn't show up to play last night LeBron James went off again and the Cavs finally decided to like help out. Exactly. And so like he was if you watch like the highlights, he was setting those guys up like play after play to score. And they finally decided, you know, to score. So it's helpful. Uh it'll be interesting to see how the Celtics bounce back from this. I really think, you know, I don't know if they go I this is like a must win in my opinion for the Celtics because if they lose game 4, I think it's I think the series is over for them. I think I they're say deflated. So. I think they're deflated at that point. I think this is a, a very game seven series, um, because you know both teams are very talented. Obviously, LeBron is just you know a mega talent. He doesn't he will take what he'll do with anything that he has. But like you know you have to give credit to them guys. I'm expecting them to step up the next game. Now you know considering that Cleveland is at home and sort of like their back is against the wall, um, I would say they're favorable to win. But I don't think you know the it's gonna be an easy win for them. No. Um, you know because like the Celtics are talented. Celtics will come back. Yeah. They'll show up. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Houston plays tonight at Golden State. Series is at 1-1. Yeah. Each game has been kind of a blowout. Neither one's been pretty either close, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I remember. I um, mean... I guess game one was pretty close. Yeah, game yeah, one was, was pretty, pretty close, close, but it's like... it's what Those two teams are like... When one of them catch fire, they beat yeah, the other team. Right. And the other team just yeah. beat the other team. It's just like, like they're just trading shots back and back. Pretty and much. Steph Curry just does not look good. Yeah, he looks really bad, and they keep having they keep putting him on James Harden, and he can't defend James Harden. He can't so. defend James Harden. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry is definitely the the, the uh, difference maker for the Golden State Warriors. If he has a good night, obviously we expect KD to always play well. Um, they're gonna win. Yeah. Um, but Steph Curry, he needs to come through those moments where you know those guys when they're like going like you know like the whole team and like the. Like they're a high scoring team, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. And James Harden is is like dribbling the balls like like five hundred times. Yeah. So it's almost like there's not a time throughout the entire game that they're not scoring. Right. They're like they're always right. on fire. Yeah. So if you have like 
to three or four possessions where you don't score, I mean that's ball game. Pretty much. Really. Yeah, it's like it's series. a keep up. Yeah, yeah, it's really just trading shots after shots, and whoever like has a bad streak, I mean that's who loses. That's the who game, loses the game. It seems like, but I don't think the Golden State Warriors can win without Steph. It's his team. He's the leader. Uh, Kevin Durant's obviously the second best player in the league right now, talent wise. Clay Thompson's great. Uh, Draymond Green is great. Um, the team around them is very good, but if Steph's not playing well, I, they just can't win. Yeah, Steph, We've seen it all year. We saw it last year, too, where when he was hurt for a little bit of the season, they they started sucking a little bit more. So if Steph's not there, I'm worried for the Warriors in yeah. this series. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily worried, you know, because, like, KD just makes it look easy. Like, you know what I mean? He makes it look easy. It's just the only thing is... Katie will need that, you know, that level of assistance when he's like not playing for those two to three minutes. He has right. to rest. That's when we see we need Curry to be effective. Right. You know, at the start right. of the quarter. Absolutely. You know, what I mean, like those are the times where he has to execute. You know, mm-hmm. give us like you know a quick, a quick ten, a quick you know uh, yeah. two threes real quickly to just like calm the heat down. Yeah. Because the Rockets men are coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're ready to go. They're ready to go. They're ready to go. Um. So game sevens for both series. I would. Yeah. I would. I would say so. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean. You know. I think. In the West, you know, those teams are talented enough to, to either one of them pull it in six. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, you know, with with um, with Cleveland and Boston and the Celtics, it's definitely going to to be a game seven if mm-hmm. if um Cel- the Celtics don't win in six. Yeah. So, I I think if the if Golden State can take two at home, uh, Sunday well tonight and Tuesday, then yeah. I think it's a game six there. But yeah. I definitely think seven games in the East for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. After after the performance last night, maybe the Celtics just aren't ready. Yeah, um, I mean they're ready for the moment. They're so young, and that's fair. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean those guys though, you know, they're 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 a championship caliber team. So we just yeah. don't want to undermine their capabilities. But you know, it's just experience is definitely a big factor. Absolutely. Um. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, let's get into random stuff. Uh, yesterday we went vinyl shopping, vinyl record shopping. It was uh, buy one get one at East West Record Store yes, sir. in uh, Soto. Shout out to them. Shout out to that lady. She was really nice. They've been in business for 50 years. 50 years. Married, right out of high school. Yeah. Started the record store right out of high school. Been doing it for 50 years. So shout out to them. Oldest record store in Florida. In the state of Florida. Yeah. The oldest record store in the state of Florida. I mean, yeah. that's like a bragging rights right there. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's like a museum. Exactly. Kinda. I mean, I was, you know, we spent like an hour there. Spent Surprisingly. A long time. We, we spent a long time. <laughs> like an hour and a half. Yeah, they um, had one of the best used collections I've ever seen before in my life. Pretty much. Like, they had everything. They had it well organized for the most part, good prices. Obviously, you get buy one, you get one free. I mean, you just can't beat that. So, uh, what are like you? We were there for an hour and a half. I feel like we're pretty experienced record yeah. record buyers now. Like, what's the <laughs> record collectors? Like a, record collectors. Do you have a tip for the listeners on what to look for? Definitely. I think. I mean, I'm not really a you know outside of hip-hop i'm gonna keep it real i'm not like very record savvy in terms of like going back in times and listen to everything so i think you know if you go to a record store obviously records are cool now they're, they're coming back yeah um you have to kind of like st- be willing to step out of your lane mm-hmm. you know if you're used to one thing you gotta be um you gotta be willing to venture to something out different mm-hmm. so i think like it's the perfect outlet the perfect gateway 
know, Absolutely. to get to know music. You know, Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, if you're a music person, like a music fan, you go to a re- record shop, you know, do something that's very outlandish. I mean, obviously, the posters are always cool. Mm-hmm. So you can go off of that. You see a cool Absolutely. poster. Yeah. See a cool cover. Cool yeah. cover, yeah. yeah. And then you go you go from that. Mm-hmm. So um, I chose um, Manhattan After Midnight mm-hmm. uh, because it has, like, a sort of, like, a, you know, like a classy vibe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's one of those things where I could just, like, you know, Get a, a bottle of wine there and then enjoy the whole thing. I don't know yet. I don't know what to expect, Absolutely. but that's I guess like I'm trying to surprise myself. Yeah. So what did you, you do? Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess I have a little bit more music knowledge, so like I kind of knew what I was looking for. But I was also looking for stuff I didn't really know about. Yeah. So looking for a cool cover first of all. For sure. Um. Just because. I mean, if anything, it just looks cool sitting in your house. I mean, it's not like you're gonna listen to your record player all the time. That's why. It makes no sense to buy a new record, ever. It doesn't. Unless you're going to listen to it all the time. It doesn't sound as good. Um, you have to constantly flip it if you want to you know, continue to listen to it. Don't buy a new record. Buy something used that's in good shape that you can listen to from time to time, but also looks cool sitting on the shelf. Because that's probably what it's going to do most of the time anyway. Because I've never been to anybody's house where they're playing a record. Never. <laughs> it's just weird. It's I mean, just, it's not weird. Yeah. It just seems intimate. Like, it's something that you do. It's You do it by yourself. By yourself. Yeah. Or, you know, with someone who enjoys it with you. Right. You're uh, just... But it's not, like, something you just do all the time. Exactly. So, yeah, no. So that's my big advice. Make sure it's in good shape so when you do listen to it, it doesn't skip. Um, but, yeah, get something that looks cool. Get something that's a little different. And don't buy anything new unless you just absolutely love the record and you're going to listen to it. <laughs> Uh-huh. But don't buy anything new. That's dumb. On that note, I almost made a a, a dumbass choice. Um, you know, I saw one of those Commons record. Um, it was pretty expensive, and I almost, almost bought, bought it. it. But yeah, it was fairly new. She no point you out in, of it. Yeah, exactly. She <laughs> talked me out of it. And no point in um buying a record that you can find on a streaming service. If you can find an album on a streaming service like Apple Music don't or Spotify. Yeah. And no point. You know what I mean? No. If it's fairly new, it's like right. you know. So yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right, something we didn't get to talk about last week. Uh, we took a week off, but um, the This Is America video. Um, real quick, what are your what are your thoughts? Um, honestly, it's definitely a, a controversial moment. I'm I'm not just so amazed by the video myself. I'm just more so amazed by Childish Gambino's talent to capture um, that in such a short amount of time. You yeah, know, what I mean, the minutes. amount of yeah, three yeah. minutes, like so much messages were captured in such a short period of time and i was like wow mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you know his ability to collaborate with different people that are relevant that are very subtle like mm-hmm. you know young thugs adlibs are on there so if you really are into music you, you will know you know rap music you'll know what that mm-hmm. means to rap culture um you know black boy jb's on there so like his ability to capture so many different sounds and bring us back and keep us current at the same time yeah. was amazing to me yeah. but like with the message itself just just a whole nother topic. I mean, yeah, it's really about that. I yeah I've I've I it's just been a long time since like a music video was like relevant. Yeah. You know what I mean? And music videos are still kind of fun, but you've never seen one that like has a message behind it. So this one was pretty cool. There's like a lot of like videos on YouTube about like the backstory and how like different scenes mean different things. And I thought it like you said, I thought it was really smart how he was able to. Just yeah, like three min in three minutes make you, you know. First of all, it's a great music video. You're very entertained by the end, but then you're also like, oh wow, like he's really smart. He's pretty smart. I had no idea how smart he was. <laughs> I'm sure he had a lot of help with it. I'm sure it wasn't just him, 
but still very very smart yeah very, very smart, smart guy super talented i just saw where he's getting a uh, his own movie for star wars wow he's getting his own lando movie for wow. star wars yeah amazing yeah yeah um, so child we're just very blessed to be living in child like childish gambino's moment you know what yeah, i mean like moment. we need entertainers like that and i don't feel like we've had one in a long time that's like this great and just doing it all and mm-hmm. so we're very we're very blessed to be living this out <laughs> and honestly donald glover and childish gambino for sure and honestly with this whole kanye thing i feel like it's something that we needed to see we I needed guess, this yeah it just like calms things down you yeah. know what i mean because people were thinking like you know with the whole kanye and donald trump thing yeah. Like you started going through your timeline. You like seeing crazy nonsense stuff. Yeah. And then Charles Gambino took this moment to, you know, kind of like calm people down a little bit. And you know, to me, it was it was genius. You know, mm. he just like made something out of a time where people were sort of like looking for a savior. Yes. Because they thought like you know that the Kanye West yes. thing, they lost hope in him. He, he yeah. He yeah. just does it all. Atlanta's <laughs> over. Season two was awesome. I didn't even watch. Really, I, didn't, I gotta really watch it. Really good. Really good. <laughs> Uh, that's just the best show. Um, I'm sure Han Solo's not going to be that great, but I'm still happy to see him in it. Um, he was great on Saturday Night Live. His new album's coming out soon. And he's just doing it all. Yeah, like, it's we definitely... need entertainers like this. Yeah, he's definitely doing a good it's, job. It's great. It's great to see. So, mm-hmm. God bless Childish Gambino. Yeah, for sure. Um, and thank God for this music video. It was great. <laughs> um, the Royal Wedding was yesterday. Yes, sir. Saturday. Yeah. You woke up for it. I know. I've met- <laughs> 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 Sounds cheesy. I mean, I guess, you know, guys, like, I guess, you know, we, I mean, personally, you know, in the hip-hop community, people don't, don't normally care about stuff like this. You know, it's not like something that, like, we genuinely really care about. But, like, I woke up early to watch the Royal Wedding, and I caught myself in the midst of doing it all. Like, why am I watching this? But honestly, though, it was, you know, a beautiful moment. I can't even lie to you guys and say that I did not, you know, enjoy you know, if I got invited, I probably would have been having like an amazing time. Oh, um, sure. You know, fortunate. Yeah. Um, just you know, just to see the clothes and just to see you know the people that were there, it just gives you, you know, it just made you feel like, wow, this is this is amazing. This mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah. And um, and it, I guess like you know, it's you know the whole Meghan Markle thing too, considering her background and um where she's from, it's just like making it seem like the world is not so bad after all. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, they are so uninterested about these things because, like, they feel they feel left out. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, this was a, an opportunity, not just an opportunity, but just, like, two cultures that are from, you know, totally different realms to mm-hmm. bond together and, and make something just very beautiful. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you for it. I watched the uh, commentary about it after for a little bit. And it's funny to me because the royal family doesn't do anything anymore really they're yeah it's very wealthy um and they're just kind of like a, a good story but they're not really that important anymore um so i always felt thought that was kind of goofy but when you frame it up like that you're right like yeah. it is an mm-hmm. interesting story she walked by herself down the aisle for like half halfway which was very untraditional, untraditional yeah. which is but it's also cool she seems like um she's very a very strong woman who is gonna you know do her thing it's very cool it's nice to see somebody that seems to be so nice and compassionate about the world have such a position of power now yeah she has unlimited amounts of money to do good things for people now yeah now that she's married so and i think he's a pretty good guy too so i think it's cool to see this um so yeah i i'm all for it yeah it's a cool relationship you know we i mean personally i i always like 
you know, I see people online like Charlemagne the God, you know, they're posting things that are very mean, like, oh, the only, you know, royal wedding I care about was this, like, Africa thing that happened, like, uh, last yeah. year. And I'm like, man, like, you guys are being salty. Just let a person have their moment. Like, yeah. this is just something that is nice. Right. Like, no matter how nice things are, no matter how you frame things, there's always going to be someone who says some negative thing right. about it. I'm like, right. Could you just let her have a moment? Right. Like, this has nothing to do with you. You don't yeah. necessarily have to right. make a comment. This doesn't affect you at all. At all. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. have to make... You realize if you don't make right. a comment, like, you're going to be just fine? Yeah. And, right. like, to me, you right. know, I grew up... You know, I grew up watching Megan Marco on Suits, and I thought she was just one of those, you know, powerful women as a young lawyer. Like, those are the mm-hmm. things that, if I had a daughter, like, that give people aspirations to do better things in life. So, I'm yeah. like, man... I want her to follow that her character. Yeah, pretty much. But now, like, in real life. In, in like, real life. Doing, and, yeah. like, she... You know, like I think, like she's a very symbolic, you know, woman for people who aren't necessarily grew up with the with, with the support of her father, mm-hmm. which is a very common thing in the black community. Mm-hmm. So it's like to see her at that level, mm-hmm. it's like wow, it gives people hope. Right. You know, that, like they can, you know, do anything Absolutely. and they can, you know, achieve Absolutely. and get married and you know all of that. You know, yeah. that's not it's not a common thing for, a, you know, very black successful women to be married. That's right. like a, a lack of things because they yeah. feel like. They didn't necessarily have a partner who was able to match them there, right? right? Yeah. Just to see that, it just gives people aspirations. Yeah. You know, that they can do something that's just nice and normal yeah. and, I guess, co- common and traditional. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm all for it. All man. for it. 100%. 10 yeah. out of 10. Um, I just don't think it's a little goofy that we follow the royal family <laughs> as close as we do. It is. But it is. That, besides that, I, I like it. I yeah, like it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, let's get into spilling the biz. Big topic. Uh, Spotify. We always have big heated debates over... What's better? You're an Apple Music guy. Yeah. I'm a Spotify guy. The reason I switched over to Spotify is because Dissect. Oh yeah. Uh, switched over to Spotify. Yes. Like he is Spotify, ex- not exclusive, but you get like extra content when you're subscribed to Spotify. Bonus. Yeah, bonus content, and you get everything a week sooner. Mm-hmm. He's doing one of Frank Ocean's album. Yes. Albums. I saw that. So I uh, got to check that out. So that's why I switched over to Spotify. But since I've been on it for about two weeks now. I I think it's far superior. I like the playlists. I don't have to like search through a million albums or like a million songs. Everything's just kind of given to me. It's very smart. I don't feel like you get that with Apple Music. Um, you don't. I mean, Apple Music is definitely. Um, I, I mean, I, I, there's a strong debate about that. I feel Apple Music capitalized on hype, as opposed to um, content that is like you know I guess genuine. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Spotify hire people to to curate playlists. That are um, sort of like underground, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you find the stuff, the good stuff, right? Um, as opposed to Apple Music being like a, a big conglomerate. Yeah. They just want to move, 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 right. move, move, move. Right. Which is, right. you know, if you like like yourself, if you appreciate, um, you know, content that are well well put together, you probably would want to go to Spotify. But for yeah. me, I feel like, you know, I am always on the go. Mm-hmm. So that's why Apple Music worked for me, because like the minute something becomes available, I don't have to go search for it. Right. Like, they give it to me right, right there and there. there. So yeah. that's why to me it just helped me, I guess like remain current. Well, remain. Spotify did that the other day when I turned on the app. It said like, hey, a new album was just released that you'll probably really like, and okay. then, like gave you a selection if you wanted to play it or not. So, but I see what you're saying because you kind of have to like you turn on a playlist. Spotify is not really about albums, even yeah, though not. they push albums to you. They're about playlists, so it it is annoying sometimes to sit through like four or five songs that you're really not into. Yeah. Because you you know I mean you could you could skip them, but you know just to get to a song you like on a playlist. So 
I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying there. Don't get me wrong though. They're they're a great service, and I'm all for them. I just don't not at a place in my life where I'm paying for two streaming services. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying for two streaming services either. Um, I I don't have Apple Music. <laughs> the, the only thing is, you know, I just feel like the usability of Apple just makes things easier for me. I just like I can go look for whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And just find it at my fingertips. I don't, yeah. and it's 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 compatible with my iPhone. So it's yeah. like okay, cool. Everything's yeah. is everything. Everything is in sync. Um, yeah. so that's my only reasoning, really. That's why I really haven't switched over. But I've been hearing a lot of good reviews about the rap caviar thing. Oh, rap caviar is awesome. So rap caviar is great. Someday I, I might just steal your your credentials. Steal my login. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was I about to say about Spotify? Shit. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. What was I about to say? Oh, no. One really cool article I read that also made me want to switch is getting on a Spotify playlist is basically like being signed to like a Columbia or a Virgin Records back in like, or um, any other giant record company in like the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Like if you get on a Spotify playlist, I mean, you're, you're set. Because nobody makes money off music anymore, anyway. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is if like you get, if you find somebody on a playlist you like, you go to their Spotify account and it shows you every available show that that person or band is touring around mm-hmm. you, and so you can go see them, and mm-hmm. so they can make money that way, and it starts pushing more people to to them. So I think they're really, it's helping people find what they like, instead of just kind of, you know. Pushing out just whatever's popular at the time and make forcing people to like it. Yeah. You see what I mean? That's what you see. Yeah. So. Um. I like that. I think it's I cool. Like I, I definitely can, think it's cool. Yeah. You search through playlists. If you don't like something, you can tell them like, "Don't play this song again," or "I'm not really feeling this." And then if you like it, you hit like, and then they play more songs like that. So I think mm-hmm. overall it's superior. Spotify is great. Um, but on the downside, I have to sort of like mentioned this hate on them i'm not hating on them um spotify released i guess this new policy this you know the hate content the hate content policy and that correlates with all kelly and um x this rapper named xx tentacion whatever right mm-hmm. so basically these guys have a track record of assaulting women i mean right. they do um yeah. so which is something if you're if you're more if you have a morals you don't want to support someone no who's like you know Hitting, I mean, right. hitting women. So it right. makes sense. Or peeing on women. Right. Whatever. Right. <laughs> as bad as that sound. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, people have a choice, right? And um, if, you know, people can still be a fan of a person despite, you know, certain things that they've, they've right. done, right? Which is, Absolutely. which is totally normal. Absolutely. Um, so Spotify just totally remove um, R. Kelly and XX from their playlist, from their generated playlist. Which you could you could look at it from two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. All right. So as a you know conglomerate, music conglomerate, we don't want to support people who has who are, who are deemed as um, detrimental mm-hmm. to women, right? Right. At the same time, you can give users the choice of making you know listen to whatever they want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, R. Kelly has songs that are like ever. Evergreen, like mm-hmm. you know, step in the name of love, or you yeah. know, um, you know, um, um, the uh, is there, you know, I mean, what has that I song believe about? I can fly. Like, yeah, I believe I can fly. All these stones yeah. are great. They, yeah. they bring you know energy. You throw right. a party, like yeah. people feel right. good listening to those songs. Right. So I feel like you know they've taken some of that away to you know people who genuinely enjoy it. But you know, how do you feel about that? 
Uh, I mean, they can do whatever they want with their content, but I kind of, it's kind of tough because, I mean, how much does the person's character affect the art? You know what I mean? Like, artists are shitty people sometimes, just like businessmen are shitty people, and anybody can be a shitty person. Does that take away from, like, if you didn't know what R. Kelly had done, if you, like, heard a song and didn't even know it was R. Kelly, you'd probably be like, oh, this is great. Like, I need to hear more of this. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess it's their service. They can do whatever the, do whatever they want. But I'm wrestling with it. Because a part of me is like, okay, like, cool. You do something wrong. You should be punished for it. Okay. Um, but then... But all Kelly has I been mean, doing wrong for we, years. Right. And now he's just like... Well, they see the same thing happened with um, that director not that long yeah. ago. I can't remember his name right now, but he did um, Chinatown. He's like one of the greatest directors of all time. The guy from, from Catfish? Uh, no, oh, no, 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 he did, he's movies, uh, let's see, but he basically, like, pled guilty to assaulting somebody mm-hmm. back in, uh, Roman Pl- Polanski, okay. he got accused of assaulting somebody back in, like, the 70s, Yeah. and just a few weeks ago was removed from the, uh, Oscars board, like, he's no longer a part, he can't vote, he can't be a part of any, like, movie or anything like that anymore. Uh, for something he did back in the 70s, so they're just now trying to make up for something he did almost 50 years ago. So I just don't know how I feel about that. You know what it is, though? I think it comes down to power. I really do think. If R. Kelly was still as um, in demand as he was mm-hmm. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. he was selling out arenas and you know booking shows like nothing, Yeah. all this would have gone away. But I think he's, on, he's, at, he's at the tail end of his career. And they're just, you know, choosing to make an example out of him. I think that's what it comes down to. Right. And the same thing with Bill Cosby, too. Obviously, we all have morals, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to setting the record straight, somebody has to be make, make, made example out of. I think that's what it is. But did, did you see something about, like, Drake and Future? And, like, they have, like, rape allegations against them? Of right course, they get them guys probably do. Of course, they probably... I mean, I haven't seen it, but, you know... I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? But, you, I mean, if you're smart enough, right... And you Let's understand see, like, that's that's okay. Okay, they were dismissed. Yeah, they were okay, dismissed. Good, but because a few weeks ago I saw where they were like in trouble for it. Yeah, I mean. But see, okay. Their lawyer is gonna make sure they get dismissed because Drake and Future are selling out but arenas. But what if they got like accused? What if, well, not accused? But what if they were like found guilty? Would Spotify take Drake down? I don't Spotify think so. Take Future down? No. So like that's where that's. I mean, if you're gonna take R. Kelly down. They're obviously not on the same level anymore. You got to take Drake and exactly. Out. That's what yeah. I, I, that's what I'm saying. They I, at least should have done it for like the time this was going on. Exactly. Why they were alleged to have raped somebody. Yeah. So, but they won't do that. They won't. Ar- nobody's listening to R. Kelly. Mm-mm. So this is this is a shitty thing, because not saying Drake would rape anybody. I hope I'm sure he wouldn't. He seems like a nice guy, but if he did. That he's gonna get away with it. So they didn't do shit. They yeah. just shit on R-, R. Kelly even more than he's already been shit on. Put it this way. So you're right. If you're an R. Kelly fan, like a true R. Kelly fan, you really are somewhere in your early 30s or you know late 20s. Right. Like if you're a true R. Kelly fan, mm-hmm. you probably have a nine to five. You would go to a concert here and there. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I mean, you have a, you live a normal grown-up life. How much, I mean, value are you contributing to playlists and things like that, like that are beneficial to Spotify? Probably not so much. I mean, the kids, you know, that are making those playlists that are, you know, on yeah. these internet chat rooms are the mm-hmm. ones that are really creating perception. And only they don't care about R. Kelly. No, they don't care like, about come R. Kelly. on now. Right. So. Yeah. So that's why, like, in ten years from now, when Drake's no longer relevant. He'll be removed from Spotify for something. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what we're what we're finding out. Oh man, That's just a tough battle. It's yeah. just a tough way to, to analyze it. But that, yeah. I think you know when someone, um, obviously same thing. I mean, are they gonna take Dr. Dre down? Dr. Dre went to jail. Yeah. For beating up a woman. But Dr. Dre pretty much on a record label. So. <laughs> but I mean, come on, like I don't. Know, it's fucked up. It like, is messed it's up. Stupid. They it's shouldn't have done up. that to R. Kelly. No, they shouldn't. If they're gonna do it to R. Kelly, and who's the other guy? Uh, XX Tentacion, whatever. He's yeah. fairly new, but. If I they're mean, gonna do that to those two, they need to do it to everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's that's. So the, take Dr. Dre down. Mm-hmm. Spotify. Um, and do I'm it. not here advocating for people to you know assault other people. I'm just no, saying. No, of course not. Um, if you're talented and you've contributed to you know to music to whatever industry that you've contribute to for a long time you should have a chance of you know getting your check obviously obviously you have a family you gotta right. feed them too i mean what are you gonna do yeah um, i i don't know it just seems to be like second chances for some people and i guess others for not even though r kelly's had a ton yeah he has so a, he has a ton. Like, r-, r kelly I, is just r kelly's stupid yeah, john legend hate him <laughs> yeah he's very stupid but if they're gonna do it i mean let's oh, think man. like who else has done horrible things a ton a lot of, of, people, a ton a lot of them yeah so I don't know. I mean, that's that's their next move. They got to take Dr. Dre off Spotify we'll if they're gonna start out. doing if they're gonna start doing that shit. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we spent a long time on that. Yeah, we did. But it was a, a good topic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, on to the next. I guess YouTube is launching a uh, streaming service. Yeah, it's too little, too late for me. I I don't know who's gonna switch away from Apple Music or Spotify to go to YouTube. I think YouTube should keep on doing what it's doing. Obviously, they're owned yeah, by Google, so... Owned by Google. They don't necessarily Google need it. already has a streaming service, which isn't that good. Google Play. Google Play. Uh, Google Store. Whatever. Amazon has one that's not that good. I just... Yeah. I don't know. I think everybody's trying to get into it because it's so popular. And I guess YouTube may have a successful one because they can just take the audio from the video because that's what mm-hmm. people used to do before mm-hmm. they wanted to pay for the streaming services. Mm-hmm. You would just play a YouTube video over your phone and listen to the music that way. YouTube strategy to me, it's a lane because they they have like such a big platform already. Mm-hmm. It's just a lane to breach into other forms of media. I think I don't know how those laws work, but I think they really want to be in like streaming services for all things outside of music. Like uh-huh. you know, they want to compete with Amazon really for video and right. you know original content. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to go through streaming to just like start. Peeking at the market. Yeah, YouTube does hasn't done any original content. They, no, they right? don't have they it. They make well, but I think they have a pretty cool setup to where they don't have to pay people for it. They don't. People just do it for themselves mm-hmm. and make money off the ads. So yeah, I don't I don't like this move from YouTube. I I don't think it'll work. I don't think it will work, but yeah, I think I, it's just. I think Apple Music's done a really great job, and I think Spotify's done a really great job. And I just don't know how much more music streaming can be innovated at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Other than but something I mean, way But Netflix off in is the making future. a killing off of original content right now. They yeah, literally but that's always been Netflix's thing. I know, but like they didn't start like that though. They were streaming. They, you know, well, they, they were, were mailing DVDs. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what they were doing. So like, you know, they obviously you innovate all the time. Yeah. But I, I, that's where I can see YouTube making money by produ- by produce being like a house. 
that you know people come to them yeah and then they, they make original content yeah i mean i've always wondered why there's not youtube original content but then again like they have like i mean they're making money for doing nothing for doing nothing yeah, yeah. R- really so, i mean yeah they've made so many millionaires <laughs> and they've done nothing they done this shit yeah i think youtube you guys should take definitely take a seat you guys have your opportunities y'all just waited too long yeah um, just keep dominating whatever the video streaming market the video streaming people uploading their videos to youtube yeah i mean america's funniest home video is not a thing anymore because of youtube i mean like, they, they, they have the the biggest platform though vivo vimeo Vi- vivo vivo what a show videos vimeo no, vimeo is a different platform than vivo oh i didn't know yeah, i don't know vivo, vivo is yeah. for music videos you're right yeah for yeah. music videos and they vimeo. own vivo oh they own vivo as well do they oh, I, don't, I don't know i don't know. Who owns it. I know i know youtube have a relationship with, with okay. vivo i okay. don't know anything about vimeo okay um but vimeo is another like streaming service that's yeah. not yeah not nearly what youtube is exactly yeah. so and every time you somebody posts their videos on vivo whatever you know, that's where people will watch it. Right. People watch it. Right. So yeah. they're killing they're killing it with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right, let's get into album review time. Uh, I haven't listened to it, but tell me about Kyle. Kyle's album. album. It's a, it's kinda funny. About? It's a very fun little album. So Kyle is a rapper. Um he had a smash hit with uh, a little Yachty called I Spy I Spy last Great year. Great song. Yes. And he kinda died off and we really was wondering what's up with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made uh, this album called This Little Lot of Mine um, that dropped this weekend uh, amongst of a lot of albums like Little Baby and all these albums right but his album is just like a very teenager there's like a, a very like it's like a, a nerdy vibe mm-hmm. but he's a rapper it's kind of fun so it's kind of fun to listen to how the yeah. story plays out right so you know kids that are depressed like you know socially conscious about their height things like that you know if, that's his audience you mm-hmm. know it's like a, a Taylor Swift twist oh. uh, of dating of a, a, a like a, an athlete but you know so you're i guess you're uh a nerd uh, so it's it's okay. a little funny very relatable but, yeah yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> well you know to people that are not really in, into hip-hop like that like you know if you compare it to an album that just was released recently t grizzly uh was a rapper from detroit mm-hmm. his stuff is very like hardcore street like yeah. Right, but when you listen to Kyle's album, something like, "Oh man, I can play this for my mm. for my niece," or you know, like okay. there's there's it's all safe, right. it's safe hip hop. All right, cool. And it's fun, so cool. listen to it. All right, all right, all right. What are we checking out this week? Um, this week we're checking out Unshuffle. It's a new podcast, a music podcast. Um, by Mika P- Peters, right? Michael Peters. Michael Peters. Michael uh, Peters. And um, Malcolm Gladwell, man, came back. Yes, Malcolm Gladwell's back. I totally, I, I was giving up hope. He takes so long, but I guess it's been a year. <laughs> it's been a year. Um, and so I like the one. Did you listen to it yet? I listened to um a, a conversation with him and um Adam Grant. Adam Grant, that was really good. Um, but this the first episode. I won't spoil it for you, but it blew my mind. I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow morning. Yeah, you should. After I tune into Fuzzy, of course. There you go. Yeah, tune in. Check out On Shuffle. Check out Malcolm Gladwell's. But first, check out Fuzzy Jin, which I guess you already have if you listen up to this point. So everybody have a good week. Have happy Monday. Mom.